This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Imma. I live in Scotland. Hi, I'm Jen and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Ola Banji and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki and I live in Paris. Hey, I'm Rod. I'm from Peru. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, I'm Olavanji. Hi, I'm Imma. And today we are talking about something essentially beautiful. Yeah. Banji, what is what is food forest? Um, yeah, so this is interesting. I mean, I just, you know, been learning about it for a while and it's basically, you know, replacing our gardens, our pretty gardens with an actual ecosystem where we can have shrubs, we can have trees, we can have flowers, um, we can plant food as well there. And that is good on many levels. I mean, why not? Instead of a garden that is just pretty green and then you have to um, you have to mow it sometimes, you have to cut down flowers and all that stuff. You can have a food forest and have food. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. want food? Yeah. <laughs> have nice food. Yeah, exactly. And fruits <laughs> and all all the cool stuff that comes with it. I mean, yeah. So pretty much that's what it is. Yeah. You can have birds. Yeah. You were saying you were saying who doesn't like a hummingbird? Yeah. In, in, in their in their backyard. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. And and when we have a food forest, we create a habitat for those animals. So now you have bees, you have birds, you have butterflies, and you yeah, you know, they're just amazing. So you have butterflies, nice cute little things that everybody just likes. And they're around I you. I love butterflies. Yeah, they're around you and they also help to cross-pollinate. I mean, the birds are there, they take seeds and, you know, they take them all over the place. You have trees, you have fruits, you have flowers um, and you have bees. You have different species of bees. You have um, butterflies, birds, just like you were saying, like who doesn't like a hummingbird in their backyard? I, I can't imagine the feeling when you wake up to a hummingbird, the sound of a hummingbird. That That's going to be so cool. And then you create a chance for carbon dioxide to be trapped and not go into the atmosphere, which is one of the critical reasons we're having this conversation. Apparently, cutting the, the lawn is one of the things that I wouldn't think about it, but apparently gets quite a lot of carbon in the atmosphere. Yeah, it does. I think I read a study that says, okay, if you do the plus and minus of the carbon that goes into maintaining the lawn and the gardens, and then the carbon that it traps, it's not equivalent, right? It's as good as borrowing you something and then I come take it back eventually because you plant it to take the carbon, but then you come with a lawnmower to, to take it out. You have fertilizers and water system and all that stuff that have really huge carbon footprints to maintain the garden. So it's as good as it's not effective at all. It's not any use. And uh, we were talking, Jen and myself, we were talking the other day about leaf blowers. 
that blew my mind because I had no idea. Well, first of all, I had no idea people use those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and secondly, uh, together with the with the loan owners are really, really taking back whatever that is beneficial for for the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And so get the food. I mean, if you have a garden, if you have a backyard, you have an environment that allows you to do that, why not? Seeds are they are not so expensive. Get some seeds, start from yeah. the shrubs, get some land covers, um, plant some yes. trees, some flowers. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. and have fun with the birds. Get, get, get our hands dirty working yeah. with the soil. How amazing is that? Yeah, that's so cool. I think that's the coolest thing ever. Um, yeah. And it's therapeutic. I don't know how, but it is. I mean, you go into yes. nature at its fullest and then you absorb it. That's so good. I think when you have a garden that has to be manicured, it's like you are controlling. It's a way of relationship that is control over over whatever is growing. Yeah. When you have a food forest, on the other hand, you're not controlling, just just having a relationship with with whatever is there that wants to grow. Yeah. And on the long run, it's actually cheaper. It's cheaper because you don't do maintenance. Totally. Yeah. And then you get food and fruits. Why not? Oh, my God. Yes. It's (laughs) it's all pluses. All pluses here. Yeah. So do it. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. If you can do it, just do it. Yeah. when When I was younger, my granddad had a really, like a food forest. And we never bought plantain, bananas anywhere else because we had them in excess yeah we had them in excess oh wow that's yeah. so cool and, and if you have it in excess you can give it to the neighborhood yeah we give it to people sometimes when it's so much we even sell them yeah and, and yeah. make money from them and so well it's cool <laughs> food forest yeah, all the it's, way it's so much yeah all the way all the way all the in way. all the way okay. and it's a project it's a project that is not done in one year yeah. It takes time. So it's yeah. a project that is ongoing project. Yeah. And you allow the animals to, you create a habitat for them as well, which is one of the yeah. coolest things ever, because that's one of the things that, um, that we are destroying. Is, yeah. That we're destroying. So why not make it better? By all yeah. means. <laughs> By all Thank means. Thank you, Angie. I love this one. I do too. Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Imma. Hi, my name is Alabangeli. And we're talking about food forests. <laughs> food forests, yes. I was asking Alabangeli about how can we start if we have a garden, if we have a little bit of a backyard or a little garden or a bigger garden. How should we start or how could we start? For me, the first thing I would say is have a goal in mind, right? So we want to save the earth, which is why we're converting our gardens and our lawns to forest and preferably food forest. But even in that entire space with that mindset, I think it's important to have a goal in mind. What kind of food forest do you want to have? Because that will determine the kind of things that you plant there, the kind of covers, the kind of shrubs, the kind of trees and stuff that you plant. And if the goal is to actually have food, which I think it should be, then you want to 
do a bit of research. I think that's the second step. So the first step is have a goal in mind. And the next thing is go do some research, find out what kind of food grows well in that land that you want to plant um, the food. And then um, I'd advise that you opt for perennial crops things that are present all year. You don't have to do a lot of work on them and they're around all season as well. And the good thing about those is they help the soil. They don't wear the soil out very quick. So you don't have to cut them down and replant and cut them down and replant. They're always just there and they last for several years. Tell me an example of a perennial where you are, for example, in Nigeria. Um, let me think. Let me think. I I'd say... I'd say something like um, uh, vegetables. Uh, there are some kinds of fruits that, that stay like in, in, for a really long time. Um, something like um, skirt um, or um, asparagus, stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's going to stay for a while. Avocados, right? They do that mm. to apple. Um, pear, most most citrus stay for a really long time, like oranges, tangerines, mm. cherry. I love tangerines. Uh, <laughs> I do yeah, love those, them. You do? <laughs> yes. I, I, I love them too. And so, yeah, most of them will, they're perennial crops. And raspberries as well, blackberries, grapes, mm -hmm. you know, they last mm -hmm. really, really long. And then you have the fruit and then the tree remains and then they grow the fruit again. So, you know, avocado, pear, citrus, like oranges, tangerines, you know, uh, mm. what, what's it called? Cherry? Um, yeah. Only yeah. plum, figs, those those last really, really long. And and they're beautiful to see as well. I mean, if you have a fig tree, it's one and of the smell. ever. Yeah. So... They're really nice. I mean, you can just... the, the mandarins smell when, when they are uh, flowering is so yeah. beautiful. It's so beautiful. I think, I'm not sure anyway, so this is, by all means, <laughs> don't hound me. But I think they even use them to make places smell really nice. I mean, if you have a, a tangerine um, plant uh, and you're having fun on a nice evening sitting under the tree, it's the coolest thing ever. Literally yes. the I live uh, in a cold place in Scotland and we cannot grow uh, tangerines or mandarins because it's too cold here. I do have in the garden a pear tree and an apple tree and they do uh, give me fruits every year, every wow. every summer. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I, I, I once heard, uh, okay, this, uh, this is a light joke. I think it was... Um, the comedian, uh, what's his name now? I've forgotten. But he was asking Oprah um, what she uh -huh. does that is normal. That What is the one thing that you do that every normal person does? So he started asking and said, hey, does your phone run out of airtime or, or battery? And then you have to go plug it somewhere. And she was like, no, my phone doesn't go off. Before it goes off, someone comes to check it and go charge. And he was like, yeah, it was... Um, Trevor Noah. So Trevor Noah went like, what, what exactly do you do that normal people do? Because there has to be something. And, and Oprah goes, I have an avocado orchard and I make my own avocados. <laughs> and he screamed, <laughs> but that's not normal. Normal people don't have no, <laughs> avocado orchards. No, and, true. and that sounded weird, but. We can grow here avocados because it's quite tropical. And for example, we planted last year leeks, right? And 
it's a thing that uh, before we had to plant it every year. But last year, we left them to grow, to pass the, the moment of uh, recollection and to, to flower and to do what a plant does <laughs> normally. And this year, in that place, they are growing again. We haven't planted wow. them. Wow. So now it's kind of wild leeks. Wow. And that's beautiful. That's amazing. It is amazing. And they are growing really strong, which yeah. usually when we plant the seeds are really, really, uh, um, you know, weak and small, but they are growing really, really strong. So it's beautiful to see them. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think my takeaway would be um, if you want to have a food forest, um, have a goal in mind, and then go do some research. Yes. And then yes. the third thing I'd say is stop at nothing until you have a food forest. Make sure you do it because <laughs> that's doing good on many levels. It, it takes years. With the goal in mind and the, and the research, you have a project and the project is a process. Yeah, yeah, and requires patience. I think that's hmm. that's that's an actual really great thing to say. Thanks for pointing that out. That you have to be patient because if you're not patient, yeah. you get tired, and it takes time. Every good thing sometimes yeah. takes time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's been an amazing conversation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's all about food forest, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> see you next time. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again, as together we can change the world.